How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the On The Mic with Josie podcast. I've been having a conversation about starting this podcast for about three years now, and I'm super excited to announce my first guest. I've known him for about almost 10 years now. A year into the barber industry, when I got in, um, him and I started working at the same barbershop together, which was my first barbershop. A few years later, after opening up my own barbershop, we actually partnered and started working together within the shop until eventually uh, he ventured out on his own back in 2020, February of 2020. And uh, now he owns his own business and manages his own crew and his own team. He's a barber. He's a business owner he's a father he's a son he's a brother and again he is my friend ismael garcia aka ish Ish the barber Ish yes, the sir. barber what's up ish how you doing ah man baby <laughs> fuck we're here go we here baby we here um again like i said this has been a three-year-long conversation and uh it's finally happening you know i will i got the little butterflies right, right. like i love talking you like I love doing speaking right I'm not shy I'm an extrovert right. and yet even though there's nobody around it always takes something to speak in public it's which I would say this is it um and so with that said I truly appreciate you accepting my invitation to be my first guest on the podcast my pleasure anybody else that I had such great relatedness with in the industry of barbering to begin with and then just our journey together and then to watch you grow uh, this is super exciting, and um, congratulations on everything you've done, my man. So, if you could just, you know, say, you know, your your name, the name of your business, and um, what you're up to right now. My name is Ismael Garcia, and I go by Ish the Barber. I've owned my business for about three years, actually going on four now. A lot of ups and downs. You know, I got a family, got you know, workers now, everything. So it's a it's a long journey. <laughs> Ugh. Yes, yeah, a long journey, man. Yeah. And and we started it what back in twenty like twenty twelve. Yeah. Twenty twelve we started working together, man. Right, and you're how how old are you now? I am thirty one. Thirty one. Yeah. yeah. So we're six good. years apart. I don't think that because right? nowadays you forget. Yeah, you forget. forget. <laughs> you know, time just goes by so quick for us sometimes. Like, what age are we? Right. As long as you don't feel your age, you're good, right? Yeah. Like I don't yeah. feel I don't feel like I'm a day older than twenty one. Same. So <laughs> same. Right? Like as long as you feel I good, feel young, then, yeah. then then you're good. Right we started working together in the barbershop. Right. What was that like for you working at a barbershop with somebody who you used to work with? Was it like a familiar thing? Was it a great thing? Was it, what was that like? When I used to work with you, I mean, we were coworkers, you know, and uh, like friends. I feel like we weren't as close, mm -hmm. you know, you, you did your thing. I did my thing. I used, I, I wouldn't, I noticed right off the bat, you were a hustler compared to, <laughs> compared to all the barbers there. They all, they all hustle hard, yeah. but you hustled extra hard. And that's something that right off the bat, I said, you know what, this guy, he's going places, you know, mm. right off the bat. I noticed it, even though at the time I wasn't, I wasn't as focused on reality, I guess you can say, as far as like the grind goes, I was always uh, um, focused on that for sure. Seeing the way you, how hard you hustled. Like it, it, it taught me a lot and, I, and it told me like, you know what, that's something that, that you have to make the primary focus, you know, for mm. everyday living pretty much. And so when I finally decided to, to go work for you, I didn't know how it was going to be, honestly. Mm. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't, I almost forgot how, how it was to work with you. So yeah. I was like, I was yeah. kind of nervous, you know, yeah. I was nervous and, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. Somebody else actually referred me to you that they knew a barber there. And I said, oh, I know Josie. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go talk to him. I was like, and in my head, I, I told myself, you know what? Like, I'm a different person now than I was before. So 
I know if he decides to give me an opportunity, I know that he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna notice the difference right mm. away. And so I decided to go for it, you know. Dude, and real quick, I did, man. Yeah, and I, I did, right? Yeah. Like we are six years apart. I remember back then you were just like, ah, fuck, like whatever. Yeah. Like it was like Ooh. I was young, right? You were young, right? I was that, young. What we would what we would normally relate to I is feel young. Like I, I feel like I acted younger than I really was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I mean. Yeah, and when and when you came on board though, right? Like right. when you came back. I mean, that's so dope that you're you're mentioning that that was part of your process because, yeah, you, you were spot on. Yeah. Right. Like you were spot on. Like the moment you came in and, and you know, we sat down and we had the conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is this is a different ish. Right. right. Like this is this is not the same ish I knew. Right. Um, so that was dope. Yeah, that was super, that was super dope to be present to. And, and so you, you started working at the shop. And one of the things that I really want to acknowledge you for is just the hustle you put in right there was you were with me for about what four years three i, I want to say three years and some three years change, three years and yeah. some change getting close to four so like the first half you were just like picking up your grind right like right. you were going mm-hmm. and then you started like really getting busy yeah and then there's one experience in particular that i kind of want to ask you about um because i noticed that there was a shift the moment you came back but there was a period for either a few days or a week where you did get um, an opportunity, which at the time you thought was yeah. was great, right? Yeah. It was an opportunity in like the city of LA. Yeah, I think they were charging a hundred dollars for for haircuts yeah. at that time, right? Uh, and that was an opportunity that that you took on. Took on. Uh, and what I did notice was like once you came back from that opportunity, that's when you just I went on turned the- on the gear, yeah, and you just fucking floored it, right? And that's when you really started growing yourself within the shop. And that's what ultimately led you to opening up your own business. So my question is, what was that experience like when you left for the greener grass, as some would say? Uh, What was it like coming back? And then what caused the switch, man? Because you went ham after that. So at the time, if you recall, we had we had I had come up with a plan, right, to open my own business. At the time, it wasn't as popular, but it was starting to come up where some barbers were charging more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Yes. Now yeah. it's a big thing. Now, now it's a big thing. Now yeah. everybody, like a lot of people do it. Oh yeah. But now it's the, more common than right. that for sure. <clears throat> but at the time I'm like pretty much almost ready to, and like in a few months I'll be ready to open my own shop. But I want to experience something a little different that, mm-hmm. that I've always wanted to try out, which was try to like the Hollywood life, you know, mm-hmm. at the time that's, that's the only place that you can actually make money according to yeah. what people say. Yeah. Right? And so I decided, you know what, before I open my own shop, I want to actually try Hollywood and see, see how it is and, and see if, if it's a good opportunity. If I, if I end up liking it, I'll open a shop here in, in Hollywood and hopefully I guess grow more, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you think. Yeah. And once I actually went, I realized that it's not what, it's not what it, yeah. What they make it look like. You know? Yeah. It's not what it seems. Um, I got there and um, I was used to doing 15, 20 haircuts a day at your shop. And when I went there, I was doing one, maybe even two if I was lucky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, you know what? I, I kind of went in there knowing that, that it was going to be like that at the beginning. And I was like, you know what? But I'm going to watch the other barbers and see how they do it. Mm-hmm. And so... When when I was there, I realized that some of the barbers were only doing two to three haircuts a day, and you know they'll take off an hour or two sometimes mm-hmm. in between. And so I I was like, you know what? I don't see much future in it. They've been here for a few years, and and they told me that it's gonna take me half a year to a year to start building clientele. I was like, you know what? It's not what it what it looks like, and it's not what I expected, you know. So, and right off the bat, I was able to read it, 
read the 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 business like situation going mm -hmm. on and, and i said you know what if i still have that opportunity over there i'm gonna go back and that's where i want to be you know yeah and i'm gonna continue where where i'm where i left off and i'm almost at my goal anyways so i feel like if if he gives me the the chance the opportunity then i'm gonna i'm gonna just get it done you know yeah and, I, and I'm and I'm grateful. I'm really grateful that that you you still you know decided to give me another another chance. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I'm grateful you you came back. Right. Right. And and, and I'm even grateful for that experience that that you were able to have because one of the things that and this has been a practice, right? Like this is not to say that this is how I walk around all day, right? Like I still react. I still get triggered by things, um, right? Like I still have those <clears throat> those moments, right? And my commitment in this industry is to have people see that you can, you can allow people to take on opportunities right. and that it's not personal. Yeah. You, you went off because you seen an opportunity. And one of the things that I've always told you and all the barbers is whatever is best for you, do that. Right. Right. Like whatever is best for you. Right. Do that thing. Like don't base it off right? of what. Yeah. Right. And then if it works out great, like that's what I wanted in the first place. If it doesn't work out, great. Like, you can come back, right? As long as the bridge wasn't burned in any crazy right. way or any, which it wasn't, right. right? It was just like, yeah, there's another opportunity. I'm going to take it. And that was it. Yeah. Right. And just allowing people to have that bridge, mm -hmm. right? I think it's so many times that we burn that bridge way too quick. Yeah. And for nothing. Yeah. Right. The bridge is burned for, for nothing, for, possibly even sounds that came out of somebody's mouth, right? That we gave a certain meaning to right? that now, right? Mm -hmm. Like now that that bridge is burned. Yep. Right? But I think it's, it's just more often than not that we shut humanity out. And for me, this is an awesome conversation to be present to that, right? To that you, that was something that you, you seen. And that was something that I was able to practice, right? Cause a lot of us want change. A lot of us want the world to be different. Uh, people want things to be another way other than the way they are, but they do the same things. Right. Right. They don't, they don't do what they preach. Mm -hmm. Right. It's uh, what is that? Do as I say, not as I do. Right. There's a lot of that. Now, why is there a lot of that? I get it. Cause it's easy. It's easy to go that route rather than just being responsible for like your stuff. Right. And, and being your word, right. If you're walking around saying like you're committed to the industry changing or, to uh, communication between barbers to, you know, be better, whatever, like you do those things, right? right? If you want to build opportunities for others, you do them with your day-to-day -day people. Yep. Yep. And so that's awesome that that opportunity presented itself. I'm glad you came back because after you came back, you just went hard. Yeah. Right? I think you, op you opened, I think it was like five months after you projected. Because by the way, Ish and I, we, we sat down a year and four or five months prior to, to Ish opening up his own shop and we business planned his whole shop, right? Like we sat right, there yeah. at the 399 the Pizza Co. Yeah. Right. 399 Pizza Co. Just right a, few doors down, yeah, a, a few doors down from us. <laughs> right. So if you want some bomb ass pizza for your baseball team or whatever, just to go watch a football game, go to 399. Um, but we sat at 399 and we drew it all out. How many chairs do you want? How many TVs, flooring, right. cameras, this, that, the other, the other, the other, the other. And then we just did a total. Mm -hmm. And we said, okay, if you want this, you just put away Break this much every day and you can be guaranteed that as long as you don't take any money out, right. it's there. Mm -hmm. And the amazing part to me was that you did it in less than a year. 
Yes, it took you a year and four, a year and five to open, but that was just because you right. couldn't find a place. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't because you weren't ready. Yeah, I was ready since like November, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you were, you the, the were pretty we much ready like at the date we set. Right. Right? And so that was amazing to watch that journey because when we have dreams, they're supposed to be hard, right? Like if, if, if we aspire to, to build something, to be somewhere other than where we're at right now and, and, and do more, right? it's going to take something. If it was right? that easy, everybody would do it. Everybody would do it. Everybody would do it. Right. But that's why we enjoy it. Yeah. We enjoy it because we journey. know what it takes. And for you, I seen what it took. I mean, you were in there 12 hours a day, hours just a day. 30 minute haircuts. And these weren't like, just like these bam, Actually, bam, bam 15, haircuts. 15 to 16 hours 15, a day. 15, 15 to 16 hour yeah. days. Yes. I just remember you were a madman. Yeah, I was right. Because you wanted to get your shot. Right. Right. And, and you did. And that's amazing when you can have someone in your environment that allows you to see that. Right. Right. One thing is talking about it. Right. Like we all know the cliche saying if it was easy, everybody would. Right. Would do it. Right. It's cliche. We say it. We don't give that much meaning. Right. Right. We don't. And if I can add to that, actually, the main reason why I decided to go for it is because you saw a vision in me that I didn't mm -hmm. even see. I told myself, you know, maybe one day I can have a shot. But I don't know if you recall the day you told me, hey, you know what? Once you take your barber license test and you pass it, we can have a seat and we can, mm -hmm. you know, I can get you set up for your own shop. And I was like, what? <laughs> and that, I was like, really? Like, I can do that? In my head, I, in my head, like, I had never even thought about it, you know? I knew it can happen one day, but I didn't know that you had to make a plan for it. And mm -hmm. you had to, I was, you know. Wow. And that's awesome, man, because it, what I'm getting from what you just said is that it was the, it was creating something, which we, you just called the plan, mm -hmm. right? To get you in motion. Right. Right. There's so many times that, that I know I do. I'm fucking super guilty of this where I'm like, I'm going to have that. Right. One day. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I'll have a property by the time I'm 45. Yeah. Right. But it's like. If there's no plan, like if there's nothing I can see. That's one of the most right? valuable things that I actually learned from you too. I learned a lot from you, but but actually the fact that you have to put it on paper is something that you taught me. Mm -hmm. And I, and I later, later on, I heard it from other people now, but you were the first one that actually like taught me that. I was like, mm -hmm. you know what? That's actually true. You put it on paper and you plan for it, then you can make it happen you know, easier. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Because it becomes real. Right. Right, like if I right now just look at you and in my mind I'm thinking about like lightsabers going around. I don't know, I'm thinking of some random shit, right? right. Nothing's actually happening. Right. Like, there's no real lightsaber in here, right? Mm -hmm. But like the moment I go and I put Star Wars on out here, now I see lightsabers. Like that's actually happening, right? Like once I can do something where I can see it. Right. Right. Now I can see it. Mm -hmm. Right. And now it, it can be real. Right. Right. But as long as it's in here, a lot of times that, that we do, I do that every day. Every day I try to figure everything out in here, right? But nothing actually happens out here, Yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah. but in here, it's all figured out, right? Right. But then the moment I go say something, I'm like, wait a minute. Nope, that's not, that, that's not it, Yeah. right? And now I got to re-strategize. And so we spent so much time up here trying mm -hmm. to figure it all, all out up here, right? which is pointless because by the time, I know for me, by the time I go, I go to do that thing that I had so two days of figuring it out up here, and now I'm ready, right? And then I go do the thing and I'm like, yep, nope, uh-uh, that's not, that didn't work out the way I, I envisioned yeah, it. And right. then you adjust and you correct and then you do all the yep. thing. 
And so for, I know for me, it's, it's definitely a practice to have those thoughts and ideas start coming out here faster right? so that I can practice them faster. Yeah, man. So ultimately what I get from this conversation is if we create a plan, right, and we create it out here, right, where we can see it like we did with you, you literally put how many chairs, how many TVs, the flooring, the cost of this, and we made the number real. This is how much money goes in this envelope every day. Right, so you have an action that guarantees right. you'll get where you're going. Like it's guaranteed. If you put that amount in that envelope every day, like you've agreed on on the paper, mm-hmm. you don't take any money out. Discipline. It's inevitable. It's right. like you are guaranteed to have what you want by the time you want it. Right. Like, and you make that happen. Yeah. Right. And you like, hold like yourself accountable. Nobody else. Right. You make that happen. And so with that, you did open up your barbershop. And I know because I was there with you when you signed the lease, which, by the way, thank you for that opportunity, right? right? To, like, be able to be with you side by side and and kind of see you go through your process of finding the place, looking at it, getting it showed to you, signing and negotiating the lease and all that stuff, yeah. right? Right. And you signed the lease February of 2020 2020 <laughs> a month right before the planet shut down shut down yeah what was that like what was that like damn a lot of emotion you know a lot of emotion just ooh yeah <sighs> um it's kind of like i was in disbelief you know but but it was more i wasn't worried or, or panicked at all because, you know, if you remember correctly, they, they said it was, it's going to be shut down for, for a week. Mm-hmm. And then that week started becoming two weeks and then three weeks and then four weeks. Next, you know, we're about a month and a half in. But at the time, I was not cutting hair at all, like zero, because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be the one that finds out. You know, I'm going to watch everybody else do their thing if they want to cut hair, if they want to do, you know, survive and all that. I get it. Um but I'm not going to be the one that finds out, like, what it's like to bring that home, mm. to bring, you know, COVID home. So yeah. so I decided, you know what, uh, while, meanwhile, everybody's at home or, or out um, working on the low and everything, I, I was just going in the barbershop and I was, you know, setting up. I was, you know, working on the floor, painting the walls, setting up the TVs, building the, the, the stations, building the barber, the barber chairs, all of that. And so when they finally announced, like, you know what, you guys can come back to work. And when was that? That was probably about one and a half to two months after. In? Yeah. Okay. So it's March, April, May. About May. So, so you, would you say that that was at around May? May, yeah, around May. May. Okay, yeah. May. Okay. And then, and then that's when you officially, like, open, right. open. That's when I so you hadn't done any haircuts period for two months you know what coincidentally about one week before they announced it i told my wife you know what i, I don't think i can wait any longer so i told her i'm gonna just go back in and play by the year i'm gonna try to be safe you know i was wearing gloves i still wear gloves i've always worn gloves but i was like you know wearing like a long sleeve mm-hmm. like a yeah because back, back then boy we, i mean we didn't know like it was yeah all we knew was whatever the hell they were showing us yeah. right and what that was seeing was right. bodies fucking dropping and all, yeah. And so, so you know, 
I was doing the most I can to stay safe while still trying to survive, you know? And so after, like, after they announced that we can go back, I want to say like a week or two later, they said we have to shut down again. Yeah. But I never stopped after that. Got I, it, yeah. I just closed the blinds and I kept cutting still. And that went on for another like one or two months of mm -hmm. open and close, open and close. And um, eventually... Now, were you by yourself this whole time? At the time, yes. I was by myself. Yeah. Got it. You know, as a as a as a beginning business person, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. You know, so so you know, I was like, I was trying to find barbers, but nobody was cutting hair really. You know, at yeah. the time, yeah, everything was still a little shaky. Yeah, or or they were doing. Everybody was happy uh, doing home cuts yep. and getting paid extra money, and everybody was busy that was actually cutting hair because there wasn't many barbers that were actually yes. cutting hair. So. Yes. That opened opportunities for a lot of people to to make money, and um, for that reason, I was, you know, I had I had a little hard time finding barbers at first. I just I stayed patient, you know, I stayed patient. Um, little by little, I got a barber. So, how did you pay all your stuff? Would you say that that even just working solo, you were able to cover the overhead of your business, cover the overhead of your life, right, and and still be good? Thankfully, when I went into business, I had the amount saved up, right. To, to open a full functioning business with, you know, eight stations, eight barber chairs mm -hmm. and everything. But instead of buying the full equipment, I bought half of the equipment. Got it. Okay. And so I had, I had, um, I had some about, cushion. I had some cushion and, Got I, it. and, and I was blessed enough to have all my clientele still following me. And, and so I was busy like 24 seven. So when I was working, if I was, if I opened my schedule from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., I was, I was booked the whole time. Seven, six days a week, I was fully booked no matter what, you know. So thankfully, I, that 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 kept me afloat for sure. And, and some, you know, I was like busy, you know. That was a blessing, I guess you could say. Blessing, absolutely. Absolutely, Ab absolutely a blessing. One thing I want to, just because I, maybe I see things a little bit different, right? And, and these are the kinds of things that I want to bring awareness to. Uh, I want to create more conversations around this part, right? Like everything you said super blessed right great things and what i see is that there was also a cost for those blessings right like it wasn't like you had a bunch of clientele you worked five hours a day and then like everything was paid right Right. like you were fortunately blessed to have the clientele but how many i mean how many hours were you working how many haircuts were you having to do to cover everything on your own i mean i would sit here in live i told you that that it was difficult it actually wasn't that difficult for me. Okay. Reason why was because I was already used to working a lot when I was mm, with you. Yeah. I didn't have to do that many haircuts, you know? Yeah. But it's just that I always had the, that mental goal of like, I want to do more and I want to, mm -hmm. I want to get to places quicker. So that's, that's the reason why I, I would, I would grind the way I did, you know? So what I, what I'm, what I am hearing <clears throat> is that for you, it wasn't necessarily hard work. Right. Because you enjoy, I enjoy it. what you were doing. That's that's that's, that's, that's not to say that it didn't take something, mm -hmm. though, right? Like, to somebody else saying, oh, yeah, I just, you know, work 12 hours, 12 hours a day is like, wait a minute, what do you mean 12 <laughs> hours in, in, in one day or even 10 hours right. in one day, right? Because for you, it's not work. It doesn't seem like that, right? But for most, you hear 10 hours and... That takes something, yeah. right? It takes that's ten hours away from your family, right? Right. That's ten hours of your time that you that you have to dedicate 
to work. If not, you don't make what you need to to survive. Being that you opened up a business in a pandemic, you're doing it by yourself. You mm-hmm. got uh, two little girls already. You yeah. Had, so you had just had one not not long before that. Right. Right. And living on your own. Right. I remember you went and you started living on your own as well. Like you had like no matter what, there had to be a certain amount of haircuts you would have to do to kind of meet right. meet your necessities. Yeah. Right. And so. I get that it wasn't hard work. Physically, for you, it but... wasn't. Physically, it wasn't hard work, but mentally, yes. Because I mean, you know, as much as I would rather be spending time with the family, you know, um, I still had to, you know, cover the bills and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that's that that part was hard for yeah. sure. But in the pandemic, actually, when I was home, it was it was a really good time. You know, I was yeah. there with, the, with my daughters, my uh-huh. wife, everything. So <laughs> that part was fun. But um, dude, that's just hilarious because I. I that's super dope that you share that because it was the same experience for me. Like the first few weeks of the like of the pandemic when everything was shut down mm-hmm. and like because we shut the barbershop down for like three weeks or a yeah. month or something like that, too. Right. That whole time, man, we did all kinds of stuff. We made did all kinds of crafts with the kids at the house. We would work out. We turned a spare bedroom into a little like gym room. Uh, we took a like a two day road trip through Death Valley and henderson all kinds of places like that i mean we really made the most with our kids out of that little three week shutdown yeah um so when you say that that was that was something that was a good time i i completely get that because it was the same for us but you know it's what you make of it right like you you and i are here sitting down talking about a like a pandemic that happened and we can actually pull out these gems right of of you know the opportunity that that did create right like yes did it cause chaos absolutely Mm -hmm. right did it also create some opportunities that we would have never had yeah. had that not happened? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So now the pandemic is gone, right? And what was the after like the after of that like cuz now you go into what you would call normal mode, which is now you got to start hiring barbers, right? right? You got to start like really building the business now that things have settled down. Had you ever managed people before? Like, were you ever a manager anywhere? Like, no. had you ever managed a team? No. Like, did you ever depend on somebody else's work to accomplish something you were doing? I had never managed a team before, no. Okay. So what was what what was that like at the beginning? And what have been your, your greatest challenges and achievements from the time you started hiring to now almost four years in managing a full team, by the way? You got eight barbers total in there right. right now. Yeah. So that is a full team. full team. What was that journey like? Well, I've always been really grateful for my team, regardless, you know. Um, at first, it was it was difficult because more or less you have to give them a vision of, of, what you, mm. of what you want your business to be like. Because if you don't do that, then barbers, will wa- barbers and workers in general will kind of do what they feel they need to do. But if you give them more of a clear vision of what needs to be done, mm-hmm. um, it makes it easier. You know, for both you and them. At first, it was difficult because you know we didn't we weren't that busy, mm-hmm. and so I did have barbers, you know, sitting around and you know waiting for clients to come in or or people to book online. But little by little, I would give them gems. You know, I would tell them, hey, you know, in order to retain your clients, you know, in order to get new clients and stuff like that. Little by little, I started just showing them what worked for me mm-hmm. and how how I got busy, and and they would apply it to their to their everyday and, and help them out, you know? Mm-hmm. How it is now, I feel like actually it, it, it was more difficult managing less people as it is now that I have more people. Mm. What, how so? 
What has that be? How so? I would say because people tend to learn off of each other and not not just learn off of me. If, if it's like less people working for you, I feel like the only one they can really learn from is you. Mm. But if you already taught one, one of your barbers that's been there longer, you've taught them some of the stuff. Wow. The, uh-huh. uh, the newer barbers can learn off of you and him now or, or you know, the other barbers. So so I feel like um, it feels a little bit easier to to manage them now, you know, mm-hmm. and because more or less like they 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 know how to how to how to run the business um, based off of watching each other and yeah. asking each other questions. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, everybody does it differently. But um, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, um, if you set the example, they will follow it, you know? Absolutely. Dude, this is, yeah. right now you just use a word, keys, a, yeah. a word called gem, yeah. right? Like, dude, this is a gem, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is a gem because ultimately what I'm hearing in, in, in what you're saying is it's really up to the environment you create, Yeah. right? Like, as an owner, I think there's too many managers, too many owners out there that, that believe people are working for them, right? Right? And I believe it's the other way around. I believe as a manager, as an owner, you're actually working for your people. Right. Right. And so therefore your people are a representation of you. Right. And so you now have created a a, a team, an environment where everybody is more or less, right? There's always going to be breakdowns, but more or less on the same page for you to be able to share with me what it looks like to create the environment. And that the environment is really up to you, right? Like before, it was just you. Right. Now you've created an environment of people around you that anybody that comes into your environment just kind of sees how it works. Right. And they either fit in or they don't. And if they don't, it's real easy to to weed that that yeah. one out. Yeah. Right. And what comes to me right now is is and I've been hearing it a lot in, in a lot of the content that I've been listening to is just like the bad apples. Right. Now I don't like seeing them as like as bad apples, because I don't necessarily think there's that that many not to say there's not but not that many people that are like bad they're just different they're just right? different. like they're committed to yeah. different things they they have a different perspective they don't have they, the same they, vision as you they, yeah they just don't have the same vision right and that's okay that's like okay. We're, we're not all meant to have the the same vision mm-hmm. right and we don't have to judge or label anybody as bad right right it's just you don't align yeah we just don't you align. just you just don't align it's all and love it's at the end of the day so important it's so important to be aware of when someone just doesn't align with the team because that becomes poison. Yes. Like that conversation of, hey, this isn't working out is hard. It's the worst. But it's, it's the worst. Oh, my God. I'm sure now you've yeah. now you've experienced what it's that's the worst, like. But um, if if you're having that, co- that conversation with them, chances are they probably feel the same way. They probably had it. They probably sensed it. Yeah. In some way, even if they deny it. Yeah. Right. Like at that moment, they probably yeah. sensed it. They Absolutely. They can't think that everything was great. And yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if, you know, if we're not agreeing on, to, on many things together and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, it's, you got to part ways. Yeah. Dude, and the insane part about it was as difficult as that conversation is to have, right. It's a 10 minute conversation. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's a, a lot 10 minute more conversation. Difficult not to have it. Yes. But the cost we pay yeah. when we choose not to have it. <laughs> right. Right. When we choose to continue allowing it to linger. Yes. Right. And then just the way it poisons the environment. 
And the trippy part is, and I say we, I've experienced it already, mm-hmm. right? Because again, I'm not a perfect human being. I never will be, right? But we'll watch this stuff happen. Like we'll watch the environment shifting because of one or two people. <laughs> and yet we won't have the conversation. Yeah. We won't just do the 10 minute thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then just like shake it off and build from there. You right? know, it's the, I think also what it is, is you have hope that, that things will get better at times, you know, too, you know, instead of, um, instead of having that conversation, you would hope that maybe that person changes or, mm-hmm. You know, or the situation uh, changes, you know, something something clicks on, in your mind or something clicks on their mind. and Yes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I don't know, if, what at least what came up for me is that everything you just said for me most of the time has been absolutely true, mm. except I do it all in here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Like, like, oh, like, I think if I wait a little bit longer, he or she will, will, will change. Right. I'm going to give this more time. Right. I'm gonna, and we'll watch it deteriorate. Yeah. But in here... <clears throat> we're like, no, th- this could get better. No, it yeah. possibly will. But we never come out here and say, hey, can I talk to you really quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this thing that's kind of getting in the way of this. Like, is everything is everything good with you? Mm-hmm. Like, are, is everything good? Is there anything I can support you with? Right? Like, because definitely this thing is not working. Mm-hmm. And I would love for it to work. Right. Right. right? And so we'll we'll wish and hope. And, and everything in here, and we'll plan it all out and how he or she might might be different. So, but we'll never come out here mm-hmm. and actually support them. Actually, let them at least let them know there's something hear them not out. right. And hear them out, too. Yeah, and hear them out. You never know. Like They parties, might yeah. say some shit that you're like, oh, get, ah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it now, right? And now that I get it, like now I know how to work on it. Right. Right? And then you can go to work on it. But too many times we'll wait for things to happen. Right. We'll wait for things to change. And we'll do all the thinking but never say anything. Yeah. We'll never pull that person aside and say, hey, this isn't working. Right. It's not bad. It's just not working. Right. right? Do you see it working? Maybe they don't. Right. And then maybe with that, what they don't see working, you're going to be like, oh, shit, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. And now you know that it, it was never personal. It was, it was because the person is bad or, or whatever. Right. Like it's just there was a miscommunication. The thing is, you right. have to realize that that it takes two parties to yeah. to, you know, to straighten out a situation. It's like your point of view and their point of view. And, and the true part is you got to put yourself out here in order to have that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you don't <laughs> we, we, like they like that saying, you got to get your head out of your ass like that. I mean, it's really like, <laughs> it's like you got true. you, you got to get yourself out of yourself. Right. Right. Like you got to put yourself over there where that right. person is. When you're not in charge or you've never been in charge, you, you don't know how it actually is. in, in the other person's point of view, mm. if, if you're dealing with one single individual. And, and and the other person is dealing with multiple individuals. It's a whole different thing, right? So, like you as a business owner, you deal with seven, eight different personalities, while while that person is only dealing with with you mm-hmm. as as a business owner. Yeah. And so it's like, let me you know, let me put it out, let me map it out for you. This yeah. is You know, like if if this happens and this 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 and that happens, you know. Yep. Create that plan that we were talking yeah. about. You, you, like you said, that vision. Right. So let me ask you that. What is your vision for Gifted, uh, Gifted Barber Studios and what is your mission? 
the vision that I have is for them to come and enjoy enjoy the ride, you know, enjoy working, enjoy working for me, um, and to try to see future, you know, mm. some some future, some future uh, goals, some you know, and if you have any future goals, any future uh, ideas, I would like to see them, and and you know, if I can help you out with them, then mm. then I would like to, you know, that's my that's my vision, and then the mission would be for them to grow as mm -hmm. a person, mm -hmm. as a person, not just as a barber, but as a person, you know, mm. um, to try to learn that it's not just coming to work, you know, it's like make a, make a difference in, in, yeah. in your own life and your, in your people's life, you know, in your family's life, stuff like that. That's awesome, man. So your vision is to, at least what I heard, your vision is to create a great environment for them, an right. environment where they feel comfortable, where they feel safe to be able to come and tell you anything that they need to tell you. Uh, and for them to just have an overall great working environment, great working experience. Right. And then your mission is that each and every barber that comes through your shop grows from it, not just as a barber and in the industry, but also like as a human being. Right. Yeah. That's dope. That's man. correct. And so now that you're three years in, right, three years into owning your own, your own shop, what would you say you see differently now, being behind the shop as an owner than being behind a chair in a barber shop. What I see different as a business owner now that I, that I didn't see when I was uh, behind the chair is that there's a lot of responsibility. It's, there's a lot to business that you don't see as a, as a barber, you know, as, a, as an individual. If, like, if say, say if I can go back to being a... Uh, to being a, a just a barber and not and not a business owner, what I would do differently is I would I would I would do a lot more for the shop, you know, mm. for the team. Mm. Wow. Yeah, you know whether it's whether it's greet the clients more, conversate with them more, or just simply uh, clean up the restroom if I if I notice it's a little out of hand or if the trash cans are overfilled, take them out. Stuff like that that I feel. Will not only make the, the 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 business owner happy, but it'll make a difference in 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 the way businesses ran and mm. and the way um, people around you feel, whether it's the customers or the barbers themselves, you know, your coworkers, coworkers. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would just make a, a difference, like for everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. So just being more aware of 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 the important things, you know, rather than rather than just going in just to work. Yeah. Being aware of your team. Right. Like that's ultimately like what I hear and what you're saying. Like just like really be more aware that that you're part of a team. It's right. not like, yes, you you know, you don't have your own shop or whatever, but it's not a me thing. Right. Because even when you go on to your own shop, now it's real like it's team team. Yeah. Right. And just everything I'm hearing is you practicing to be a teammate. Right. And really being aware of of the the surroundings and the environment of your team and being a contribution to that team. Exactly. <sighs> Before we head out, I do believe that there's going to be a lot of people listening and watching this episode that know you. Right. Right. Uh, I think for the first few episodes or maybe the first 50 episodes, it's really going to be just people like I know personally like you. Right. Because the truth is, most of the people that are going to be watching this, at least at the beginning, are going to be people in our immediate environments. Right. Right. And so um, the hope is that 
that some of the people that know you and admire you like I do will tune into this. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, what is something that you want to leave the people listening with, right? And I say this like this. Picture that like right now you have the opportunity to tell anybody and everybody in your environment at the same time, right? You can skip all the individual conversations with this, right? You can just tell anybody and everybody in your environment right now. Just try to live happy, you know? Mm. Try, to, try to wake up every day and, and live a happy life, you know? Um, realize that, that everything you have is, is meant to be that way and feel blessed with what you have. Mm. Have a lot of patience, um, you know, and know that your time will come for sure. And when it does, just be ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So much comes up. That's yeah. so much comes up for me. One, I hear gratitude. Gratitude. Right? Like, just be grateful. That's something that lately I've been messing with, right? One of the things that I've been telling people lately or that I've been practicing, playing with, is when people say, like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fucking awesome, right? I got 10 fingers and I got 10 toes. Right. If I didn't have an arm, I couldn't have 10 fingers. If I didn't have a leg, I couldn't have 10 toes. Right. right. If I didn't have a fucking torso, a hip, what, right? Like, but if I got 10 toes and I got 10 fingers, that means I pretty much got almost everything else. If you really step back and just think about what I just said, man, you got so much more than a lot of people. Yeah. And then another thing that I heard was enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Right. Enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. Right. Patience. It's going to come. Patience. Right, you're gonna get where you're going. Right, this podcast I've been talking about it for three years. Right, unfortunately, it's only happening because the conversation never died. Right, this is my third <laughs> attempt, and I'm this time I'm going ham. Right, the conversation just never died. Never died. Yeah, it just never died. Yeah. Now right. we're here, you and I, in this room. Right, and so, dude, what an awesome message. Again, Ish, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you so much for being my first guest. And more than anything, thank you so much for being my friend. Yeah. Right. Somebody that I look up to because Likewise, I brother. see Likewise. your grind. Yeah. I seen, I've seen your grind. I see where you're at now. I've seen the growth. Like I can literally say if I was watching a movie of what it looked like to grow, I can say I've seen it in my own life, not in some Hollywood film, not in some Instagram, whatever, but in my real life, mm -hmm. I've seen 10-year video movie of what it looks like to grow yeah. in all aspects. Yeah, That's a privilege, privilege that I have right. to have someone like that. And I'm sure I have many, right? And for sure I have one sitting in front of me right now. If you can, uh, guys, Gifted Barber Studio in the city of Glendora. Make sure to check them out. What is your Instagram handle for your barbershop? It's uh, Gifted Barber Studio. Gifted Barber Gifted Studio. Barber so Studio. at Gifted Barber Studio. And your your barber Instagram page? My personal Instagram is ishfades92. Ishfades92. Yeah. Perfect. So awesome, guys. Any of those Instagram handles, make sure to give this guy a follow. If you guys are in the Glendora area, be sure to go online. Can people make an appointment online as well? They can book online. They can click the link. Um, we have a book now button as well. Okay. Give us a call. You know, you can find us on Yelp, Google. Guys, everything. these barbers really are gifted. Check them out. Check out their page. Give them a visit. City of Glendora. Other than that, is there anything else that you're up to right now that you would like to bring any awareness to? Any charities you're doing? Any fundraisers? Uh, would you like to do some charities? Are you up to doing things you know like what? that? I, I, we're definitely up to doing some charities. Um, I did my first one about, uh, I want to say, two, three weeks ago. Nice. 
and it was it was beautiful we Phenom enjoyed right. it ah. we liked it um and we're willing to do it again you know we're definitely gonna do it again next year but if there's anybody that wants um wants some help in the upcoming future feel free to reach reach out to us Perfect. Thank you for that, Ish. Again, reach out to him. You guys can also reach out to me. We love doing stuff in the community as well. Um, I just want to give thanks to the one sponsor we have of this podcast, which is the original Clip Joint Barbershop. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shout it's out. Li- it's literally funding everything. <laughs> My life. Everything. The studio, the, everything. 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 So shout out the original Clip Joint Barbershop. We have a location in the city of Covina, and we have another one in the city of San Dimas. Go to ogclipjoint.com. Mm. Uh, you can book your appointment online at no extra cost, and we'd always be uh, happy to take care of you guys. Ish, yeah. thank you, brother. Love you, man. And before we end this, a uh, big shout out to, uh, first of all, God, you know? Yes, Because absolutely. he's making this happen for us. I recently, uh, I'm recently starting to get more in touch with, you know, trying to get closer to God. So it's a new journey that I know is going to be, it's going to be beautiful. Beautiful. Um, another big shout out to my wife and my daughters because they're there for me and they're very patient with me and, you know, and I'm trying to give them the world and that's because mm. they deserve it. And last but not least, we'll be for you. You know, big shout out to you because you saw something in me that I didn't see in myself years ago and to make it happen, you know, to make life happen. And it's been great ever since, you know. Yeah, and anybody that ever wants to take an opportunity to to work with, with Joe, it will be the best decision you can make, honestly. I you appreciate know? that, brother. A lot of up-and-coming up barbers, barbers that have been in the game. His shop is, is dope, you know. Really Nothing appreciate good you, man. Memories, good people, everything, you know. Yep, and thank you for putting in the work. Yeah. Because ultimately, man... To get where you are, it takes work, it right? Takes work. One thing that I say is I only call it work so that you can understand what I'm talking about. That This is a hobby for me. Like, this is a hobby for us, right? Like, we enjoy doing this. Right. And it takes work. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, it takes work, yeah. we enjoy it. And it's fun. And every day is a playground for us. Mm-hmm. And it takes work. And it takes work. And so thank you for making all the choices that you did, all the sacrifices you have to get exactly where you are. You can only eat a horse to water, but you can't have him drink it. You can't have him drink it. I could have done everything. I could have been whoever I was around you, plus more. And if you didn't want to do it, you wouldn't have done it. And you were willing to put in that the you were willing to put in the actions. And now you're here. Now we're here. <laughs> yep. Hey Amen. And and stay on that spiritual journey. Whatever, just belief, right? Not not religion, just spirituality. Right. Right. And 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 just knowing that, knowing that something somebody else. There bigger than yourself that has your back Mm -hmm. even when you feel like you're at your lowest even when things look like they're the worst or like you just couldn't be a better person it's always got your back it's always got your back (laughs) right it's always got your back right fuck yeah well ish again brother love you man love you too pleasure i'll be having you on here again soon baby we'll be back we'll be back back, baby all right guys (laughs) have a good one peace peace out